0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Grant and Danny on the fan. Got to welcome in our Richmond audience for the first time today. They'll be with us for the next three hours. We're taking you up to 6.30 tonight on your flagship home for the Caps and the Nats in and around D.C., the Mothership 106.7, the fan. Danny, just by looking at you, I would say that maybe your arms are chilly, but your your core is warm.
2: No, w- what happens when you've got a vest on, and the best weather is the best weather because it's perfect outside the day, your core warmth stretches to your extremities at the exact right amount. So long sleeves would be too hot in this room temperature room. The core warmth gives you just the right amount of exuded heat to go into your arms and legs. It's perfect. Again, vest is best.
1: I don't think I've ever worn a vest jacket in the way that you're wearing. A jacket right now with a zipper and everything. Mm -hmm. I've definitely worn a sweater vest as a kid. My mom would buy me sweater vests, which is hilarious to think about. Isn't that funny? It's so funny. So I would wear a sweater vest. Like Shane
2: McMahon coming into the ring.
1: No chance. I was the Mean Street posse, right? I would just come running down to the ring. And my sweater vest with a collar coming out. So I've done that, and I wore vests when I would dress up. True story. Kind of funny and ironic now that he's hosting in middays, Brian Mitchell. But B. Mitch, in 1999, my first year, look at what I'm going to do here. Yep. Air quotes, covering the Redskins. Why didn't you make any air quotes? Because you were covering the Redskins? No, I made air quotes because... I say covering the Redskins I was 10. You were on the beat. I was wearing a Redskins hat and I was interviewing players for local Channel 9 and going to This is a word you're not going to be familiar with here. Uh-huh. Their playoff game? They had a playoff game. Now
2: that's after the season? When the
1: season yep. ends, you um this like for the regular part of the year, the better teams get to then keep playing after that they have more games.
2: What well, can be eliminated?
1: And the Redskins that year in 1999 uh-huh, uh-huh. got to play in a playoff game at home. By God, at home at FedEx Field in front of a packed, almost ninety thousand. Uh-huh. These these people were enthusiastic, very excited. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They won the football game. They did the Beat only Detroit. playoff win they've ever had at FedEx Field in front of ninety thousand. And then they went to Tampa Bay. So Channel Nine flew me down there. So when I was going down to Tampa Bay to cover, again air quotes, this big game. I was going to do some interviews. Ended up being on the field before the game talking to Daryl Green and a bunch of people. I needed a dressy outfit, okay? Okay. I needed to get dolled up. Mm-hmm. And I, I just had this infatuation. Again, I'm 10 years old. I'm in the locker room. I'm around these players. And I had this infatuation with how dressed up some of the guys would get leaving the locker room, like look good, play good kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the best dressed player on the team was named Brian Mitchell. What was Brian Mitchell? Brian Mitchell would dress to the nines. And he always smelled amazing. He had the best cologne. He still does. Great cologne. And I would interview him every week. He was one of the best interviews, one of the nicest guys to me, so I'd go up to him, I'd interview him, and he would. He always wore a vest, okay, like a dressy vest mm-hmm. with a slick dressy shirt underneath. True story. I went out. I would say to him like a super classy joint, but I I think I went to like Kohl's probably. Right. Right? Yeah, a super classy joint. I got a vest. And, like, the sleekest, slickest, I don't even know what it would have been made of. Like, you could slide across a bowling alley. Yeah, like that glossy fabric. So glossy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got this loud, like, embarrassing, if if Kyle Kuzma wore this outfit into the arena tonight, they'd make a bobblehead about it uh-huh. a couple of years from now. That kind of, it would be all over Twitter. This is what Grant wore today. <laughs> Look at his fit. this shirt like that. I don't mm-hmm. know who or why this was allowed to happen or why my parents didn't say you're not doing that. And then this vest and I wore it to Tampa Bay. Amazing. And I still remember I was at the team hotel when the bus pulled up and the guys were getting off, and me and B-Mitch were wearing almost the exact same thing. (laughs) It was the best. The best. And we had a picture side by side, my vest and his shirt, just dressed to the nines. It was a 10 out of 10. That's fantastic. Uh, Why did I tell you that story? Vests. Oh, you're wearing a vest. Yeah. You wear vests a lot. I I love them. I can't get into the vest game. I just... Your, your temperature differently,
2: mm-hmm. you, ultimately, than than I am. Not like the junkies who, you know, a couple of those guys are reptiles. A drab t-shirt is from an actual desert, I think. I, I
1: am convinced that EB doesn't have a house. He just is in one big kind of glass case. Where there's heat rocks that he lays on, he breathes on. by sticking his tongue out. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's got like his, when he he says like I'm going home to have a drink. He just means he's putting his tongue on one of those little water bottles that has yeah. a ball at the end. Those metallic balls, so you get a little drop of water in your mouth. It, like, it, but when he says home, he means habitat. I, I just imagine <laughs> like, when he leaves this building, he turns into a lizard. That's, that's my thought. He's a salamander. Uh, but for me,
2: I'm always like different than everyone else, temperature wise. Like when it's people are like it's cold, I'm like, no, it's not. It's very nice. So the vest is so versatile. Like, let, em, embrace the vest. Let it
1: happen. Let the vest happen to you. you you're a fashion forward guy. you a fashion-forward guy. You you try and do more things than I do. I kind of stay in my lane a little bit. This
2: one's more for comfort. I mean, I'm wearing sweats with, with my vest. But
1: you you dress down and dress up the vest however you want to? Yeah. You could wear that the, vest. This with... one's versatile. We got it when we were professional models. Remember when we were professional models? How could I We forget. were so skinny. We were the best models, I think, this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. We, we pushed a lot of merch. We took so many pictures remember the they they just like walk out of the store and take pictures with like a neutral backdrop look like an, an album cover yeah for Pretty like a cool. really questionable band so the athletic gets credit for this report i'm reading from pro football talk here but this was an athletic report our guy ben standing i think he and one or two of their other reporters had this but on friday they had the story that josh harris who already owns two sports franchises he's the owner of the philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils here uh, on the East Coast. He recently toured the Commander's facility. The Washington Post has confirmed the report, adding that at least one other unnamed prospective buyer has also been to the facility to tour Ashburn, which in and of itself to me is pretty amazing. Now, I know a lot of people believe right now that they will think that the team's being sold when it happens. They're in the mode of, when the keys are handed over and the deed is signed, I'll believe Dan Snyder selling the commanders. But the fact that you actually are moving along in the process to the point where Josh Harris and at least one other prospective owner are touring the facility is not nothing. It's noteworthy. It absolutely is. If mean, someone's a point. walking through your yeah. home that, that wants to buy it, I would say that that is a good sign that the house has a chance to move right? Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to, but if no one's been there to look at it or multiple people have, and I want to sell the house, I'll take the multiple people have been in here looking at it. Precisely. Yeah, again,
2: all, all we we're, we're all starved for data points here. Right? Again, this is this we we are in sports mode normally. This is not your regular run of the mill sports type story where they've conducted interviews with seven <laughs> offensive coordinators and who do you like and whose system is the best. This is a business thing where you know, billions in financing and, uh, you know, minority ownership and cash injections and and asset allocation and a bunch of stuff that is just above my pay grade. And we're not used to this. We're not used to, to covering these sorts of things. So we're all basically just at the whims of whoever wants to get their word out, right? So initially, you saw a couple different stories here and there where, whether it's Bank of America, Representatives of Snyder, whomever, are going... They might go for $7 billion. Yeah, I heard $7 billion. Everything's going great. Now you hear from others where it's, nah, it's not going that great. There's not that much interest. Each story that's coming out, because we're all star for information, nobody's lying, but it benefits a different person, right? That's kind of how I see this. So Rick Snyder was great talking about this because he had such a great memory of uh, of the sale and how it went back in 99, and he's seen other transactions as well. He was He's right on about this, where there's going to be a lot of noise the truth is somewhere in the middle. We're all sifting through kind of the rubble and, and little tiny you know notes of information that are going to come out here. Yeah,
1: I guess that's what I wonder is whether or not you guys listening and whether or not fans of this team are reacting with every story at this point or with every report or leak. In other words, I like the word you used as noise. A story that says Dan Snyder is selling before the start of the league year came out last week. We actually had the reporter on. Uh-huh. There has since been a story in the New York Post that says efforts to sell the team are not going well. The guy that we had on last week, who said that the thing's going to sell before the middle of March, also said that the league expects Jeff Bezos to get in and to bid. The New York Post report that came out over the weekend said some NFL insiders are hoping Bezos will deliver a game-saving play. Very, very different. Yep. For one reporter saying his sources are telling him Bezos is expected to bid on the team, another is not only saying that the league is hoping he bids on the team, but also that it would be a game-saving play. That is, if you want the team sold by Dan Snyder, scary word choice there. That vernacular is petrifying that it would take a game saving play because according to the New York post efforts to sell the commanders are not going well. We have been warned that this is how this was going to go yep. by a lot of people who have covered sales before, including notably our own Rick Snyder of the FanDc.com columnist for our station who comes on our show and goes on the blitz a lot. In fact, months ago he said before this ends up being done and the team gets sold There's going to be a lot of stories saying it's going to happen, then a lot of stories that say it's not going to happen. There's going to be a lot of people shouting and saying that they're talking to folks. People shouldn't take their eye off the ball, essentially, to paraphrase what he said. And I just kind of wonder, we can open up the phones, MGM National Harbor Listener Lines for you guys at 800-636-1067, how reactionary you're being with each of these reports or updates. Because I can tell you that while I'd love to sit here and say, I'm unwavering, Mm -hmm. Leo DiCaprio in Departed, my hand never shakes. I notice everything. And it is hard not to allow it to affect how you feel. Now, when you hear Josh Harris is at the facility walking around and looking at things, that makes you feel pretty good. That's an important point, yeah. When you see in the New York Post, efforts to sell the team are not going well, and Bezos would need to deliver a game-saving play, that makes you feel pretty bad. And then I remind myself, just like the guy who came on our show and reported last week that this is a done deal and it's going to happen before March. I was very skeptical about that and and, and thought, eh, let's wait and see what he says on the air. And then he, he didn't go hard in the pain enough for me to feel real good about it. This New York Post story, I can equally dismiss on the other side and say, wait, one report from one person who's talking to a source is telling them that, th- that it's not going great. As you said, everyone's trying to get word out there that benefits them. Yes. So th- this is really a sorting challenge Yeah, for us. It,
2: to me, the, the truth is somewhere in between any and all of these stories. We're looking for common data points, right? We're looking for, um, you know, sort of something to hang our, our hat on when it comes to this. The only thing that I've been arguing against, and I, I'll I, I try to keep anchoring to this point. I do believe there will be a sale. If I had to bet, that's what I would bet on. The thing that I'm arguing against is the, that's done, it's over, he's out of here, it's gone, forget it, easy, simple, rubber stamp it. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that's all I've been saying is that we need to slow down. It's not done until it's done. And we're not close to that, I really I really don't believe. Now, if, if you know, J.P. Finley, for example, has said, yeah, I've heard they want it wrapped up by the owner's meetings. Something that he's heard.
1: I don't doubt that he's heard that. If that's but, but the case say I'll say quick, that I'm wrong. Wanting it wrapped up is not the same. And I'm right. not talking specifically about JP's report but right. but the word choice used in a lot of this sometimes is the league thinks or uh the the, the league prefers or you know ideally Supporting. it will be over. Yeah. No one has come out and said without any hedging this sale will take place yeah. before the start of the league year. The closest thing we have to that is the guy we had on the show last week. Charles Gasparino. Thank you. Charles Gasparino of Fox Business News, who basically reported, it was the first person to say this, Mm -hmm. the sale will happen by the start of the league year and that Bezos is expected to get in still. Those were massive developments. Now, I will say that when we had him on, he did not speak in the same definitive terms, and it made me think less of the overall report, frankly. Uh, that that or not in the legitimacy that he heard that, but just in the definitive nature. Yeah, the, 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 like I, I saw that and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. And then I talked to him. and I said, this is not it. Maybe he's got a little something brewing. Maybe he's talked to somebody. Yeah, but I'm sure he's talked to somebody, but th- this is not the smoking gun precisely. And we still have not had a single person come out and say for all of the things I've heard, by the way, if I had a dollar for every, and I, I'm not. If, if you're one of the people who's hit me up and told me this, I'm not belittling it, okay? I, I enjoy these, so keep them coming if, if you got them. But for every dollar I have of some person who, you know, oh, Tanya gave away her shoes to my friend because she sold all the shoes from her closet because they're moving to London. Oh, Jerry's no longer at uh, uh, Appalachian State. He left school because he's going to go run a company for his dad. Oh, th- I, I have heard so many of these, but th- there has not yet been a single person that says, Absolutely, Dan Snyder is selling. The question now is to who and for how much money. It just right. hasn't been reported yet. Right.
2: Because again, it's, it's just a different style of transaction. It's different than a hiring or a trade or a draft pick or otherwise, right? And again, we're, we're sort of flying blind here and we're at the
1: mercy of people who, who control the narrative instead of what is. So I also want to say this yeah. about the tour that Josh Harris took. There is not a single prospective owner that will go into that facility who owns other teams. And not be stunned with how bad it is. Yeah, it's unacceptable. That facility, it, it really is amazing. And it's no one person's fault, I want to say this. I guess maybe Dan Snyder's. I think it's Dan's personally, uh, but That's probably fair. I mean, if he just wanted to spend the money. But in the same way that FedEx Field is kind of fallen apart and gotten worse and worse and worse because they think they're getting a new stadium say the same about the park. Uh They think they're going to train at the new stadium or with the new stadium, depending on where it is, you need to have your facility nearby. So they're not trying to fix or, fix is the wrong word, build a new facility. I couldn't believe the couple of other times when I was on the beat or working and for whatever reason had to go visit a player or do something at another facility, the difference Mm -hmm. between Redskins Park, now Commander's, whatever they call it, uh, spaceship. HQ. And I mean Seattle, yeah, right there, nestled on the water, or or the Ravens up the road. I mean, it is night and day. And I I will say they have made major strides. They've done a lot of things since 2010 when I was on my first year on the beat, and, and the the, the Cafeteria and the the gym, the and bubble for goodness' sakes. Everything that they've added. Yeah, has Joe been Gibbs great. Was,
2: was went to an airport hangar or a Gold's Gym for to, for indoor practice when it rained.
1: I promise you, though. Josh Harris owns the Devils and he owns the Sixers. I just can't imagine someone walking through there and not thinking, what a low rent facility this is.
2: So here's and that's where I was. It, I'm glad you brought it's that up. It's worse than
1: every college facility these guys get drafted from. I right,
2: made. and that's why I wanted to bring this up. That's why I actually tend to believe a little bit of the. Yeah, I'm not so sure about 7000000000 billion. I'm not so sure that everybody's lining up to to do this one because I think this is a classic case of Dan Snyder maybe overvaluing it because he wants to win in, in some kind of capacity. Anybody coming in to buy this thing, a distressed asset, because that's kind of what it is, right? It's a, a fan base that's been all but driven away, the worst facilities in the sport, both in Ashburn and then uh, out at FedEx Field. Not a great relationship with anybody locally at this point. No brand equity with uh, the new stupid name and Major Tutty and whatever else the the, the crap is. Nobody likes anything that they do, right? Any tweets like, hey, we helped this person today. Shut up. Fire Rivera. Whatever, right? Someone coming in isn't going to go, well, now I should probably be paid the most that anybody's ever paid for something and then have to spend my own money on top of that get another big loan and some financing just to try to build the stadium and do advocacy work and and everything else i'm years away from being able to reap the benefits of this thing to really rebuild this fan base it is a sleeping giant it's worth buying don't get me wrong Someone's gonna come in and go, I gotta spend seven and then another three, and who knows how that's that's not a bargain anymore. A distressed asset is when a million dollar house goes for six hundred thousand and you could put two hundred thousand dollars worth of work in. That's not what, what's but, but that's happening. That's why here.
1: I think the seven billion's always been tied to Bezos for the most part. And if it wasn't Bezos getting it, it was Bezos like driving up the bidding. Making that happen. I, I think if you would have told people at one point, like six months ago, and this is hypothetical because we have no idea. I think mm-hmm. Bezos could still get in. But let's say Bezos doesn't. Yep. I don't think people would have thought it was going to get to seven billion. I think that was always tied to the fact that the expectation from everybody, based on all the tea leaves, was that Bezos at worst would be a bidder, and at best for him would buy the team. Uh, the, the Broncos, as an example, sold for four point six billion. Uh-huh. I think it was four point six five. So the over under for what the next team's being sold for should be set at five point five or whatever. Like I'm not knocking you, but to say I don't think he will get to seven billion. Well, no kidding. I mean, I I think that if if this is a, a betting number, it's like minus two ten that they don't get seven billion. Well, so the next the po- heavy favorite well, to not get seven billion.
2: But the next point beyond the seven billion number is it makes sense to me that once people looked at all these this bits of information, the Todd Bowley corollary, right? Once people got in here and saw, and they went, "This actually isn't that great of a buy." Yeah, this- I disagree with that. And that's why there's only two left. So that makes sense to me, I guess, is my point.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I, I would disagree. I don't think anybody's dropping because they think the park is ugly or because, you know, they don't like FedEx Field or whatever. That's
2: exactly why. Because they realize this is more money they'd have to spend once they buy this overpriced asset that they'd have to do a ton of work to just They're to get it back to okay. That.
1: They're building a new stadium, which is where the facility is going to be anyway. You With their that, money. Right. But you knew that coming in if you're buying the team. I think people are dropping probably because the price is something that they can't pay. How many people are, look at the Broncos. It was the same kind of deal. This is what happens in these ownership things, right? Ted Lerner tried to buy the the, the Redskins when Dan Snyder did. People start, it's at seven people are bidding, and then three, and then two, and you, you get outpriced. Uh, I, I, that's my guess as, as to what's happening. But it would be silly if you're spending that much money to to like be upset that, the facility is in bad shape, I, I would think. Because, again, it's it's all going to be at the new stadium that you have to build anyway. But my big question is, does Dan Snyder actually have a number that he has to get? Because that was a report recently, too. If we're talking about all these reports... Mm-hmm. Who had that? Was that AJ Perez who we had on?
2: I think so. Yeah, cuz so, Albert Brewer initially said that right. and then AJ Perez said something so, similar.
1: AJ Perez said this past week that Dan Snyder would hold out to get to 7 billion and that it basically if he can't get 7 billion it'd be a big problem for the league. Without saying it, Dan would keep the team. Because the league supposedly, according to what Perez was saying, told Dan he could get upwards or close to 7 billion dollars. I don't necessarily think that's the case. If it is, that could be a real problem, though, Mm -hmm. for his sale, right? If I had to guess right now, this is obviously me guessing, I think he'd sell the team for 6.3 to whoever the high bidder is right now. I think it's over. I think he wants out. He stops coming to games. It's not the Redskins anymore. It's the Commanders, whatever that means. I just, I think they're moving to London. I think he's going to go set up shop somewhere else and try to get a soccer team. That's my guess, speculating just based on all the stuff that's happened in the last year. I don't know anything, obviously, but if that's reality and he's waiting to get his $7 billion offer, it may not be coming. Mm -hmm. And that's where the the New York Post report that we're talking about, where they say this thing isn't going well. They may need Bezos to throw a Hail Mary. That's probably where this comes from, feeding out of the same trough. But the question for you guys, we'll hit the phones on this next on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines at 800 636-1067. Do you see these not-so-fast stories, I'll call them, where you hear that the sale's not going great or that Dan might want seven bill, and do they make you nervous? Or do you see them and it's just noise like the other side when someone's saying it's about to sell, they cancel each other out? Is your confidence that he's going to sell greater, the same, or less than it was, say, a few months ago? 800-636-1067 800-636-1067 on g on the fan.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.